Hello and welcome to Socks on Tap. I'm Johnny Nani. I'm joined tonight by Tony Marchese. Tony, we're talking about the third White Sox win in a row. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. This is exactly, Johnny, what we want to see the White Sox doing, and I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, taking care of teams that are very beatable. The the Detroit Tigers over the weekend, uh, two of them only because of the rainout on Saturday, and then the Orioles today. So hopefully that sets a good precedent. We got two more coming up against them. Yep. Well, and hopefully, I mean the the, the weather. And we talked about this uh, the other night on Socks on Tap with uh, Brad Squires and I. Hopefully the weather holds out because I want more White Sox wins, man. Yeah, and they're rolling. You know, there's there's a momentum sort of factor to it, and. Uh, you know, the the mentality would probably still be the same if there were to be a rain out. But, um, you know, you just want to keep keep it fresh uh, and just keep the ball rolling. That's that's the biggest thing. Absolutely. And what a treat it is to get Manny Banuelos out there and actually throw a pretty decent ball game from a guy that started the year in the bullpen. He looks pretty well acclimated in the starter role so far. What do you think about Banuelos' start today, Johnny? Yeah, I was really pleased with it. So his line was 5.2 innings. He gave up five hits, two runs, both of them earned, walked three batters, and struck out six, gave up one home run. Um, but his ERA sitting at 2.70 right now. So that that is good stuff for a Manny Benuelos. Um, it was cool to see a bunch of his family was there. You know, they had the uh, Mexican flags, and they were waving them. I think they had a sign, too, that uh, said something about Manny Benuelos being their favorite and this and that. Um, so so that was cool. Cool sight, and also good to see him stretched out a little bit more because he only went four in that last game that he started at Baltimore. Yeah, I, I was I was just absolutely thrilled with what we got out of him today. Even though it's only five and two-thirds, I mean, that's still a really decent start from this guy. Um, I mean, this is the longest he's gone in any game so far, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it, I mean, it's got to be. Um, six strikeouts, I mean, that's I mean that's exactly what you're looking for, dude. He's averaging almost a strikeout in an inning. Um, he, didn't, he didn't let the ball game get out of hand. Uh, turns it over to Ruiz and Balmer, who got you through, you know, the – the meat of the game right there and then you turn it over to Herrera and Calame and that's that seems to be what uh you know the recipe for success is once we get to Herrera and Calame we seem to lock these games down and this is what we've talked about all year man on on Shy Sox Weekly on Sox on Tap is winning ball games against teams who we should beat and that's like you said. I mean, that's exactly what we did tonight. Just, I think, all around great effort tonight from everybody on the White Sox. So yeah, before we uh, you know get into the uh, hitting a little bit, that that box score, uh, just with when you were talking about the pitching. So Banuelos went five and two thirds, then handed over to Ruiz. Um, he gave up a hit in the only batter that he faced. Uh, I think he only threw two pitches. Uh, so. And then Bummer came in and he pitched an inning uh, scoreless, only walked one, struck out one. Um, but that, I was happy to see that. That was Aaron Bummer's first appearance this season. Uh, and I feel like that's a big question mark for us. You know, we kind of know what we're getting with uh, Herrera, Calame there at the end. You know, they're very solid. But that transition period is 
kind of the question mark. So it's always good when you see guys uh, actually get the job done. And I think that builds confidence for them as well. It does. And and you talk about that transition period. And that's something that I really want to focus in on. We've had a bunch of different guys in that transition area from Jace Fry to, you know, in the beginning of the season, it was Dylan Covey. He's back up with the White Sox now. Uh, we've seen Fulmer in there. Uh, today we got a taste of, of Bummer. Um, and it, it did not instill confidence in me when, when Bummer came out to pitch. I'm pretty sure you probably felt the same thing I did when Bummer came out. It was like, what are we doing here? What's going to happen? I, I don't have any confidence in this guy to get us where we need to be and hold you know, the score at what it is without you know, potentially giving up some runs here. Bummer pitched well. You know, you get through that inning. He walked one batter, um, but he didn't give up any hits. So I, I'm okay with with getting through there. It just feels like that is one of the weak points for the White Sox is those middle innings. You know, that sixth, seventh inning. I just wish they had somebody who was locked down right there that they can go to consistently to shut the opponent down and then get to Herrera in the eighth and then go to Colome to shut the door. Um, you know, I think that they're trying different options there. They're really looking for somebody. I really feel like that that is going to be Birdie's role once he arrives with the White Sox. What do you think about that, Johnny? No, that's interesting. Um, I think that definitely could be the case. Uh, I think you could also see Birdie uh, getting some later inning appearances to spell both Herrera and Colome a little bit if need be. And he's actually back up to the level that we all thought he was going to be right before the injury happened. So uh, I definitely think Zach Brady could be a nice fit in there in that transition period. Um, and you know me, I'm a big Jace Fry guy, so I, I would like to see him. But then again, you can't put him out every single day. Uh, that would tax his arm like crazy. And, you know, he's got that kind of sling across his body slider motion. So you, you don't want to mess around with uh, injuries there. So uh, I do like that, you know, Bummer had a clean start to this because, you know, I feel like if it's your first appearance of the year and you go out and you get, you know, shelled, uh, that's putting a bad taste in your mouth for the rest of the year. Honestly, I know it's a long season. You can rebound and uh, I'm sure he probably would have at some point. But, you know, it's putting the right foot forward. That That's uh, big for us right now. And, um, you know, got us uh, on the path to a win. So, yeah, uh, and you want you can't, As, you can't take away from three wins in a row here, Johnny. That's, I mean, that's the key here. Yeah, that's, I think that's what they call a streak, Tony. Uh, we don't is. know too much about that, but hey, hey, we got it. Hey, the streak is alive and well at this point in time, and you know you've got two more games against Baltimore. Knock on wood uh, that that the weather holds, but you're going into a little bit of a tougher stretch once Boston comes into town. So win these ball games when you can, and you know, you're setting yourself up for success. Let's get into some of the offense here tonight. The offense did put up five runs tonight. Um, A little bit of a mixed bag across the board. We did see Tim Anderson do what Tim Anderson's been doing so well so far this year. Um, He did go deep in today's ball game, but then some of the, the run production was all over the lineup. And I was actually impressed with what I saw from the bottom half um, although Yonder Alonso, to me, is not a bottom half of the order guy, he's producing down there. So I like seeing that. And then um, the other guy that uh, that scored today uh, was Yon Mancada. You did get a run out of uh, McCann as well. 
Um, so just it, it, it was it seemed like the kind of game that was you know really carried by a full team production rather than just one guy, and I really like seeing that. Yeah, uh, you know, you, you want an offense by committee. It can't just be the same guys every day. Uh, sure, you want your big boppers to be hitting. You want Jose to be hitting home runs. Tim Anderson now established himself as a power bat, so to say, in the lineup. Uh, Yonder, obviously not going to be an average guy, so you want to see the power from him. That was good to see a uh, home run by him tonight, and obviously Anderson had one as well. So the the spread out kind of offense by committee, uh, that helps. You know, Angle had a hit tonight. Um Ryan Cordell had an RBI walk. Hey, walks just as good a hit when the base is loaded right I love there. That. I um, love that bases loaded walk offense. I saw something from uh, Chris Camp get today that it was like the sixth bases loaded walk that the Sox have had. Johnny, I don't know about you. The Sox have been on the opposite end of that bases loaded walk way too many times over the past few <laughs> years. And to me, there's nothing better than watching it happen with the Sox up to bat versus the Sox being the ones walking in the run. I love seeing that. It just it it brings joy to me because we've just seen it too many times go the opposite way. And those those are runs that you get that are just absolute gifts. And I I I don't know about you, but for me, if the other team's going to walk a run in, you should win that ball game. I know we're both hockey guys. It almost feels like that that walk to bring a run in is almost the same as a, you know, double minor or almost a major penalty. You're getting a gift and you have to capitalize on it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I think you're so right that we've been on the opposite end of that too many times. It's a, that so white Sox thing seems like, you know, uh, that just was a trend of that followed a bad team like the white Sox for the past few seasons. Um, but it's great when it happens, you know, opposite way, like you said, it's a gift, uh, take what they give you, um, you know, obviously the, if you hit a single or double there, you're going to score a couple more runs on it, but Hey, if the ball's not there, don't go chasing, don't go chasing garbage. Uh, just let him, let him give you that gift. And then, you know, next guy up can do some damage. So, um, really nice to see there. Um, my guy, Larry Garcia getting hit twice. So, um, you know, John means is now enemy number one. So. Oh, but the interesting thing, he got hit from both sides of the play. I feel like that's like some sort of like, you know, there's a Gordie Howe hat trick in oh, yeah. hockey. That, that's got to be some, I don't know. I'm sure it's happened before, but, you know, probably, probably not too frequent. No, it, it, it that's not something that you see very often. So, you know, just little memorable things that have been happening to the White Sox. Some weird baseball. I love weird baseball. Um, this was just, I mean, this was a good game to watch. Um, and the Sox have been doing that uh, a lot lately, just putting up some good games to watch. Um, I'm really happy with the product that's on the field right now. And, you know, winning baseball games are fun. Um, you know, had this been a loss, it wouldn't be as fun. Three in a row. Um, I feel like the Sox really have a chance to get themselves back towards 500 here. I know the level of opponents that they've been playing over this past stretch hasn't been great. But um, it, it just kind of signifies back more to me that the, the Sox should have capitalized on some of these games against the Orioles and the, the Tigers um, over the past two weeks here. And, and we could be looking at a way better record than what we've got right now. Yeah, absolutely. That was, you know, it was the disappointing road trip or the road trip from hell that we kind of talked about yeah. it, even though, you know, I guess the ultimate worst thing would have been getting swept in both of those. But, man, we, when you drop uh, two of three, 
at uh, uh, Detroit, and then you uh, end up dropping two against Baltimore. It hurts. It hurts. Like you said, uh, the record could be looking a lot better uh, had we won those games. But, you know, there, it's kind of a double-edged thing uh, that happened. It's a little bit of an adversity point, and it's always good to see how a team responds to that. And right now they're responding well uh, to, you know, swept that, I guess, a not a complete sweep, but in that abbreviated series against the Tigers, you know, uh, the wild one on Friday night and then a uh, great game by Renlau Lopez on Sunday. Um, that that was good to see bounce back form and then just keep the ball rolling the night. Uh, a good, unexpected, really quality start from uh, Manny Benuelo, So, Absolutely. Any other takeaways that you have from tonight before we get into tomorrow's game? Um. Let's see, I mean, Yohan Moncada looks good at third base. There was a ball smashed down the line, and you know he picks it no problem and fires over, and he's a strike right on the uh, right on the mid of Jose. So that was good to see. There's a nice double play turn there. I like uh, Rondon's quickness there on the bag. So uh, it's good to see, you know, quality defense. I know uh, Lurie Garcia kind of fumbled the ball a little bit in left field, and then there was one that dropped down the line, but I don't think he was getting to that anyway. I think Angle would probably be the only one on the team that has a shot at getting that, uh, but he's obviously got to be in the center field. So um, other than that, no, I, I just uh, like to see solid White Sox wins, and Kyle May locking it down is always great. He's, one, he's quickly becoming one of my favorite players. So you led me right in here perfectly. Um, Alex Calame is the best closer that the White Sox have had in God knows how long for me. Uh, I, it's an absolute yeah. joy watching him close ball games out. Uh, I, I'm not sure who he was facing in the second to last batter of the game, but the pitch sequence, I just want to break this down a little bit. Um, right before he struck out that batter, he went high and inside and then came back with a backdoor breaking ball to set up the strikeout. It was like watching art for me. It was it was awesome to see him just absolutely command the strike zone when he came in. And I, I just don't think that White Sox fans have had that type of lockdown closer. Even when we had Robertson here, he still struggled. He made things interesting um, as far as get, putting batters on base, um, you know, and then eventually shutting the door. But Colome so far this year, Johnny, he's not made me nervous. And I, I almost want to knock on wood before I, I speak too highly of him because I just feel when we have him in the ball game in the ninth inning with a lead, we're going to win that game. And I'm really enjoying watching him pitch. It just, it, there's something different about him than what I've seen out of all the other White Sox closing options that we've watched over probably the past five years. That's how you build a winning bullpen is having a guy like that. So as long as the White Sox offense continues to put runs on the board and Hey, today we were on the board early again, funny concept that allowed Banuelos to work with a lead versus trying to, you know, hold the game close, you get to that bullpen, you shut the door. That's the kind of baseball that I want to watch. Um, again, very happy with what I saw today. Johnny, let's get into the matchup tomorrow. Um, again, pending weather, we're going to have another game where it's a very winnable uh, game for the White Sox here. So let's get into that one a little bit. 
Yeah, absolutely. So it's Ivan Nova. Um, he'll be making his fourth start here. Um, he, uh, you know, he, he's been roughed up lately. 8.42 ERA. He's only struck out 18 on the season. Um, we're really looking for a bounce back. Uh, you know, you want to see, I would guess that our expectations uh, or our hopes would be that he has a start like he did at Yankee Stadium, um, uh, you know, a couple Saturdays ago. That That's what I want to see in Ivan Nova. Uh, he's going up against Andrew Kashner for the Royals, 4-1. and one. 4.18 ERA. He struck out 20 on the season. So, um, yeah, we need to see bounce back from Ivan Nova. That, that's going to be key, and I will be there to witness it in person. Well, Ivan Nova, the second highest paid player on the White Sox, needs to have a bounce back game. I don't think that there's any. We hope he needs to. Um, Kashner has had a better year so far. However, I do think that, like I said, this is a very winnable game for the White Sox. It's going to be about the offense. We've seen it so far this year that this team is completely offensively driven until we can get into the back end of the bullpen like we talked about. Um, if Banway- if uh, Ivan Nova comes out and pitches like he did in New York, I think we've got another White Sox win. We can go four in a row. Hey, that would be great. Um, I, I really, really hope that's the case. Uh, I like being there for wins. Um, and, you know, another thing you, you'd mentioned about uh, getting on the board, being offensive driven, that's going to be key because, you know, Cashner is decent this season. You know, he's four and one. So you want to drive him out of the game and get into that bullpen because their bullpen is not it's, good. Yeah, no, it's not great, Bob. Yeah, so that that's going to be key. Uh, jump on them early, just like you know we did today. Two in the second, two in the third. Um, it, we need we need something like that to happen. So we're chasing Cashner after you know five or so. You know, I mean, hopefully that's earlier. But he's there. I don't think they're going to burn that much of their bullpen unless it's like an absolutely uh, blowout sort of type of seven runs in the first inning situation. Yeah, I would absolutely put that as the key to the game is get to Kashner early um, and get to that bullpen as soon as you possibly can because um, you know Nova's going to give up some runs. He's probably going to uh, surrender some stuff really early, uh, just the way he's been pitching lately. Uh, The ERA sitting at 8.42, ugh, that's not great, Bob, either. so, I mean, it, it is a winnable game, but I, I do think that the key is to jump all over the Orioles really early in this game and get to that bullpen. Um, any other thoughts on tomorrow, Johnny? Uh, we're getting set to uh, close out the uh, the episode here. So I would expect to, when we do get into the bullpen, to see Jace Fry since he had a day off today. I know he worked on Sunday. Um, but that, that would be one thing to look out for. He will probably be a go-to guy once we get into that bullpen transition sort of period. Um, other than that, uh, James McCann has been hot lately, uh, three for five tonight. So, uh, he seems like he's just seeing the ball well right now. So hopefully that continues there. And if I'm going to have to give a pick to click, I am going with Yohan Mancata. How about you? Uh, I'm going to stick with Tim Anderson here. Um, also seeing the ball very well has been all month um i feel like this will be a game for him to lock down his uh his player of the month al player of the month tim anderson um i think that has a nice ring to it johnny 
And that is a great ring to it. I, I mean, I don't think any of us expected this um, even, you know, last season. Like, could you ever imagine Tim Anderson being a player of the month? Uh, I think there's only one guy who probably had that, and that's Shy Sox Jonda on his Shy Ooh, Sox weekly true. preview. Uh, he said that he was going to lead the team in home runs and currently is. So uh, shout out Shy Sox Jonda for that prediction. Big better guy over there. Uh, big probably should have put some money down on this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now now that he's a big better guy, that that would have been a uh, money pick, and you could gloat all about it. Oh um, yeah, but too bad he didn't put any money down on it because uh, now uh, he can't do that. So, uh, Johnny, it's always nice talking about White Sox wins. It's always nice reviewing, you know, games that the White Sox have played well. Uh, we don't get the chance to do that all too often, but so far. Um, with this uh, little streak we've got going, we've been able to do it a few times in a row. So I'm happy that you got to join me on this one. Um, hopefully, whoever's doing socks on tap tomorrow night gets to do the same exact thing. Um, that's all I've got tonight. So anything else from you? Um, I'll be at the ballpark. If you want to say hi, you can stop by the 149. That's where I sit. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Go White Sox. Go White Sox. 